When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's up? And welcome in to Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM. It is Thursday, May 19th, and on this episode of Best on the Board, we are going to dig into Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals, taking place on Friday, May 20th. Yes, that is tomorrow, from when we are recording this. Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals, a Warriors blowout. Game 2, the lines reflect that that was the case in Game 1, with the Warriors favored by 6.5 points so are we thinking the same thing is there more than meets the eye to this game two matchup what can we draw from game one that might influence how we look at game two we're going to talk about that on this episode of best on the board who is we well i am michael beller and i am joined by james edwards for this episode of best on the board and james uh, i mean uh, not a whole lot of just a great defensive effort by golden state in yeah. that game one completely suffocating anything dallas tried to do offensively and we talked about that that might be the case going into that game one matchup we saw it playing out in that game yeah wiggins drew the assignment and i thought he did a really good job on luka Doncic. defensively i thought they they draymond just did what draymond does floated around was ac- ac- extra disruptive they threw in a box and one they threw in different looks at luka um, I will say this, though. I didn't think Warriors were the better team. Yep. But the Mavericks missed a lot of good looks that were created by how they defended Luka, uh, that, that were created by how the Warriors defended Luka. Mm-hmm. Reggie Bullock, the great shooter, missed a lot of easy ones. Jalen Brunson missed some easy ones. I think that, of course, the game goes different if they hit those threes because that's more points. But I think that really kind of deflated them as the game went on. And I think those looks are going to be there. Mm -hmm. So I think Mm -hmm. that's just how you have to defend the Mavericks. And you just hope that the others have nights like they did in game one. Um, So I think that's the right game plan that the Warriors approach. However, I'm not sure that the Mavericks are going to miss those shots and, and kind of let it impact them the rest of the game in every single game this going forward I do think they might get a game or two uh based on that and and that's exactly where I wanted to go with how we start our retrospective of game one and how that maybe influences game two um obviously you know guys don't just miss shots uh because you know of whatever reason like the the Warriors defense deserves a ton of credit for what they did in this game but Reggie Bullock was three of ten from three and not all of those were you know great defense great closeout sort of situations Jalen Brunson was 0 of 5 you talk about those guys going three of 15 it it barely matters what happens on the rest of the floor those guys go three for 15 from three Dallas is going to have a very very tough time winning and we saw that play out in game one I, I don't know how much you can count on that I mean can can Golden State play good enough defense to the extent that they are holding 
Bullock and Brunson below their season three-point percentages? Sure, this is a great defensive team, and we saw that in game one. Can they do it to the extent that they're going three for 15 from three? That they're making 20% of their threes? No. I don't know if I buy that that's going to be there for the Warriors game in and game out. Yep, I'm with you. I, I think I think the Warriors still win game one, um, even if the, the Mavericks even hit a few of those. Uh, but I don't think it's as lopsided as it was. I think that is really deflating when you're getting good looks, and the Mavericks were getting good looks early on, and they're not going in, and it kind of just sucks the life out of you. And I think those looks are going to be there. I think Luca's going to create them just naturally because of the gravity he, he, uh, the gravity that he. What's the word I'm looking for? Gosh, it's uh, pulls here. to him, right? Yeah, the gravity <laughs> he pulls to him, the gravity that he yeah. he he garners, the respect he garners. Yeah. Um, He's a weighty guy. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of mass there. <laughs> there's right? a lot of mass there, and I, I think I, Reggie Bullock, who I've covered, is just too good of a shooter for for that yep. to persist. Jalen Brunson's too good of a shooter. They're going to get their looks. They're going to hit some, um, and it's going to be on the Warriors to just make sure that they they have those those offensive moments. And we talked about it offensively, not to steal your transition or anything. If that uh-huh. if this was next, but. Um, we both liked the Warriors because we felt like, and we saw it in Game One, it's just a little, a few more guys who can put the ball in the hoop that uh-huh. you, at least that you would rely on. Um, I don't know if we both mentioned Andrew Wiggins when we said that, uh, but I don't. I'm not totally surprised by the performance he had in Game One. Andrew puts up those performances every blue moon. Yeah, and there you go. I mean, that that really we did talk about that before Game One, and we saw it come through because you know Steph Curry. Just seven to sixteen from the he floor, was just fine. three and nine yeah. from three. Yeah, right. It was. We did not have an overwhelming Steph game. It looked like it was maybe going to go that way at some point in the first half, but uh-huh. it didn't ultimately happen. But then you get an eight to seventeen night out of Wiggins. You get, you know, I would say a pretty darn good Clay night for what Clay is these days. Seven to thirteen from the floor, just one of four from three, but seven to 13, 15 points in thirty four minutes. You get an eight yeah. to twelve night out of Jordan Poole. And that's something that's going to be there. Get even, hey, you got 10 points, five out of seven from the floor from Otto Porter. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's going to be there for Golden State in ways that it just isn't for Dallas. And we saw that come through in a game that, you know, frankly wasn't a great Steph offensive night. Golden State's still able to win that game by, what, 25 points. And that's just, <laughs> when yeah. if Luka doesn't have a great offensive night, Dallas isn't winning, period, let alone by 25 points. Yep, 100%. Even show props to Kevon Looney, um, who. Yeah. I mean, you obviously don't anticipate him to have the impact that he did in game one, especially early on, but it's not like the Mavericks are the biggest team in the world. He's going to be the biggest guy on the floor. He's going to be able to get control the glass. He's going to be able to get those those slip screens and, and, and finish over the top at the rim. Like, I just think the Warriors have just few too many weapons. You Obviously, you think that too. We talked about it. Um, but, if I mean, if this is the Wiggins the Warriors are going to get for this series, it's going to be a long night. And, I, again, I think – for the Mavericks to have any chance, it's you can't have obviously uh, what they got from Brunson and Bullock from three. Kevin Looney just does a little bit of everything. Ten five four and two with two yeah. being two blocks in that game, right? I mean, just it's a, it's an embarrassment of riches for this Golden State team when they already have what they have, and then they have a dude who, who is at Looney's size who can go out and give you the sort of night. Five for five from the floor, ten points, five boards, four assists, two blocks. I mean, just really did a little bit of everything and was a key part of that dominant Game 1 victory for the Warriors. So let's spin it forward now to Game 2. Uh, on the uh, gambling front, we are looking at the Warriors favored by 6.5, and 214.5 the total in this game. We compare that with Game 1. It opened at 4.5. By time things tipped off, the Warriors were 5.5 point favorites. This game went comfortably 
under the number, and that's got a lot to do with the defense that Golden State played. And that that one's interesting to me, James, because we've already talked about you're just not going to get a 3 out of 15 from 3 night from Reggie Bullock and, and Jalen Brunson all that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a great shooting night from Steph. I guess the only person we would like, Poole and Wiggins, maybe played a little bit above what we would expect from them on just a, an average night. It was a fine night for Clay, like I said, but you know, seven to thirteen, one to four from three, like yeah, that, that, that's a repeatable performance from Clay. So the two fourteen and a half total on this one, it, it's hard for me to gauge because like eighty seven points and that sort of shooting night from Dallas, as good as Golden State's defense is, hard to expect that that's going to happen again. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, the Mavericks and the points, and then I'm going to take okay. the over on two fourteen and a half. I think we're going to get a, a shootout in game two. Um, I think we're going to see the Mavericks make shots. I think we're going to see a little bit more of a collective offensive effort from the Warriors. I think we're going to see really good stuff. Game one is always kind of like iffy to me. Like if I had done this show with you on Monday and Wednesdays, like I would have taken Miami in game one, but still taking Boston in the series because I just think Uh the experience, um, obviously Boston just got out of kind of a gauntlet playoff series similar to uh, the Mavericks. I think game one is a little iffy. I think Everybody getting their legs under them in game two um, is going to make for a little bit more entertaining basketball. And I, like you said, I I think Reggie Bullock and Jalen Brunson's track record is too good to put together that type of performance. Again, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, Mavericks lose, keep it close, shootout. Uh, I think you get over 214 and a half. That's the way I lean also. I feel a little bit better about uh, going with the points, but I feel like that. Uh, it's just – it's a hard game for me to feel out just because of the way game one went. And so yeah. I actually look a little bit more at the props. Let me throw let me throw this one at you. Let me look at this. Please do. Reggie Bullock, over under points, nine and a half, with the over being an underdog. I mean, do we just, really? do, we just sma- do we smash that right now before we, things change a little bit? Yeah, smash that over. I mean, just <laughs> right? the the pure volume I mean, the sh- of shots he's going <laughs> to yeah, get, right? and you just look at his track record as a shooter. Like that's just good. That's just too good of value. I mean, that is. Rid- I gotta I gotta pull up his player page really. Quick. I did not. <laughs> he averaged. I mean, he averaged seven point four field goal attempts per game on, on the season. A guy who shoots it at you know forty percent from three. Yeah, like nine points. I mean, he he had a horrible. He had a horrible night shooting the ball in game one. And he scored 12 points. And still scored 12 (laughs) points, right. Scored 12 points. The shots are just going to be there for him. They're just going to – He had like a – like I'm losing sleep tonight sort of night shooting the ball. (laughs) And he scored 12 points. Yeah. I'd smash that over right now. Pause this podcast. (laughs) Right. Go to your – Nine and uh, a half. Go to FanDuel. Go to your app of choice, uh, BetMGM, and do that right now. That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. I mean, some of the other guys who we can look at, Andrew Wiggins is at 16.5, Draymond Green, 8.5, Clay Thompson, 20.5, Luka Doncic, 31.5. I mean, easily the most attractive one to me here if we're talking overs is Richie Bullock. 100%. I don't even think it's close. That's I would have went. I would have went with like eleven and a half. Yeah, that's, I I mean, that's fair. That, that that that's a that's a fair number. Nine and a half just feels ridiculous. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna he's gonna get six threes up, especially if if Golden State continues defending Luca the way that they did. And like, don't yeah. don't they sort of have to? Especially yeah, after the, the results the results they got in game one. Why would they change? I mean, you know, Dallas is gonna adjust back to that, but. Yeah. You know, Golden, if I'm Golden State, Dallas has to prove to me that 100%. they can they can beat me with us playing like that before I change my strategy significantly. It's the old adage. It came uh, it came when cavemen started fire. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, 
Exactly. We talked about the Luka Doncic PRA for game one, points plus rebounds plus assists. It was at 51 and a half. <laughs> as great as Luka is, we were both saying, that's just a huge night that yeah. you got to have. So that's come down a little bit, but still at 49 and a half. And he looks a little banged up right now. For like Luka, Luka and Giannis are always going to be in that range regardless of right. what sort of stretch they're in. You're just with the way they play and what they're asked to do for their teams, they're always going to be right around the 50 mark. Yep. But I agree, like, like – I don't see how you make that sort of play until you see him. I mean, he was pulling at that shoulder all night. Yeah. Right. And you got to see a little bit of more of a, of a, you know, the Luca we expect to see before you feel good about that. Yep. And I'm, I'm always in the camp of monitor a young player who's never played this much basketball in their life. Sure. Uh, and again, it's just game one, but Luca looked like the grueling season was hitting him a little bit just the way he moved like he's not the quickest guy in the world already but he just right. he still looked he looked even a step slow in that regard yeah he really did he really did and uh you know we know that the laser focus of the golden state defense is still going to be on yeah. him for the entire series you're gonna have to make reggie bullock jalen brunson maxi kleber these guys uh-huh. are gonna have to make golden state pay from behind the arc before they you know shift any of what they do defensively a little bit obviously the focus is always going to be on Luca but those guys if they start making threes maybe a little bit of the focus gets a little bit more toward them and making sure they're not getting as clean a looks at the basket as they did in game one a few other things I want to take a look at before we wrap up this show how about Steph Curry on the PRA 37 and a half is the number for Steph and even with that uh you know Pretty poor shooting night by his standards. Eh, poor might be a little bit of an overstatement, but you know, not necessarily the stuff we expect to see. Yeah. Almost came in over that 37 and a half number because of 12 rebounds for Steph Curry in game one. 21 points, 12 rebounds, four assists. This is another one where I lean over, especially if, if we are leaning that this is going to get back to the sort of shooting night we expect from, mm-hmm. uh, from Golden State and maybe a better shooting night for Dallas. I would say this one goes over as well. I'm with you on that. I st- the more I watch Steph, the more I get concerned that we're not we're just not going to get that Steph game we all want this playoffs. Uh, but I still I'm still holding out hope that we get a vintage Steph Curry performance, and I'm gonna. I think it's coming game two. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. The guy who I continue to want to fade. So I was way off. Uh, if you guys recall from this uh, show uh, on God, what's today Thursday, so the show on Tuesday. Yeah. I um I was on the maps plus four and a half that uh, was you know, dead in the water pretty early on but I did like clay to come under the 21 and a half point mark you which did. he never threatened I mean he that was that was a winner very early in the second half and yeah. so now it's just down one point it's down to 20 and a half and this is another one where like uh, Clay's still got a huge role to play for Golden State, but just not exactly the same role from you know Golden State 1.0, Golden State from you know the, the previous uh, version of this team. Yep. And I just, I just, I'm not super afraid of him getting to that mark to the point where I don't want to bet that. I'm with you. As much as I've been iffy on Clay this postseason, um, I, I he doesn't look. He obviously doesn't look like himself, uh, but I just think. We talked about Luca's gravity, the gravity of of Steph, and the playmaking of Draymond. Like Clay is just going to get opportunities, obviously for points. You trust that he's going to get enough to 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 get there. He does other things. He rebounds. Uh, he he makes the right play. I just think in a series like this, where it's going to be so fast paced, it's going to be offensive heavy. Uh, I think Clay stumbles into into that. All right, so Mavericks plus six and a half is something you're on. I mean, is it as simple as making those shots that were available to them in game one? 
I think so. I, I, I think it is. Um, again, get the cobwebs out. This is a big stage for these guys. I, I just I have too much respect for Reggie Bullock and Jalen Brunson to shoot that poorly. Uh, I think the game, just the pace of the game, the manner in which the Mavs kind of conceded doesn't look that way if even just a few of those shots early on go in. Right. And I think that just changes the trajectory of how a game like this goes. Um, and I just I, I just would be very surprised if those shots aren't available to those guys again um, and if they if they shoot as poorly. I think that's just as, as simple as it sounds. That's just what it comes down to for me. A little surprised to see this bump up two points based on the way game one went. I mean, I understand and why you go in that direction. Two points feels a bit much, especially when you consider some of the other factors that went into it being as wide of a result in game one that we saw. So maybe an opportunity here on the Mavericks, but certainly, as we've already discussed, a big opportunity on Reggie Bullock. And so maybe you just do that. Maybe you have a little bit of fun with Reggie Bullock because that dude's getting into double digits. I feel pretty comfortable saying that right here. And so that's going to do it for this episode of Best on the Board. Thanks so much for being with us. For James Edwards, I am Michael Beller. Good luck, happy betting, and we'll talk to you soon. 